How is everybody doing? It's Corporal Nosage, welcome to the Nintendads. We uh having having a good evening? Change of venue maybe? What's uh what's everybody doing this evening? Hmm? 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 What? Oh hi there. Hi. Oh hi. Hi fellow Nintendad. <laughs> hi everybody. Welcome to my I was gonna say, I was in the stream and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> That's You're not in the right place. <laughs> Wrong house. Uh, surprise! Surprise, surprise y'all! Here, wait, scoot your chair over a little more. This is not a two-person setup. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, welcome in. Let me, uh... Whoop, whoop! There we go, now we can see both chats. There we is. Special episode, Tier, welcome in, Brian Bestman, hello. Yeah, the real special guest is Dash Cat. Dash Cat! With his rainbow cat drugs. <laughs> Cat drugs, catnip. Yeah, we are in the very hot, <laughs> very hot uh, Presto Studios for a very special in-person episode of the Nintendads. How about that, y'all? How about Corporal's that? drinking hot tea like a sicko. Yeah. Like an absolute psychopath. How about we get rid of this, uh... Mm. Uh, uh, it's, uh, there we go. It's a little strange to be in this. <clears throat> Playing this. Fire Emblem. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, so here we are. This is. Uh, hey, everybody, this is Presto. Corporal Nossage. And you're listening and watching episode 65 of the Nintendo Podcast. Yay! Woo! Live and in person uh, for a very special thing. Here we, we are. We are. We're here. We're here. We are four episodes away. Yeah, that means five episodes away from 70. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Um, on today's special live double dose of the Nintendads plus Dash Cat episode, sure. we are talking about the Pokemon Direct, which we actually don't have any room for on this screen. No. For graphics. Um, the Pokemon Direct, and then we're going to talk about multiverses because... It's been a minute since we did an episode, and Multiverses is out, and we've played it a whole bunch, yep. and we've actually streamed it a whole bunch, and we haven't talked about it on the show yet, so <clears> we're gonna. <throat> um, but first, what are you drinking? I Besides am... all the drinks in my house. <laughs> I mean, all of your drinks. Tea, hot tea. It is like this all-natural, herbal, like, make-me-healthy tea. Yes. Not for long. That's not what you'll be drinking for long. No, no, you, you've got you've got plans <laughs> to kill my liver. Yeah, we got we got ciders, we got beers, we got some celebratory drinks to have that I will sadly not be drinking because my tummy hurts still. Tummy hurts. Presto's <laughs> still a baby. I have to come here to check on him. Yes, I need Nurse Corporal. <laughs> Fido is a good boy. I want to squish him. Yes, <laughs> I want to. I need to see more Lechonk. 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 I can't wait to see what the evolutions are called. Yes. Of Lei Chong. Yep. So, I mean, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing multiverses. Yeah. A lot of multiverses. I've been playing some multiverses. I unlocked Batman the other day, so. <gasps> nice. Batman. With, uh, what's his name? Kevin. Conroy. Conroy? Yeah. As the uh, original the voice. voice actor, which goes a long way, because he's like a legendary, yeah. a legendary voice actor. Um, 
I've been playing mostly, mostly multiverses and Monster Hunter. I'm on that grind to yeah. uh, to master rank 100. I yeah. got I got to the Valstrax, spanked him, and now I'm spanked on. Him. Looking very much looking forward to the uh, the content update that I think is coming. I think it's coming next week. <clears throat> oh, nice, Tira. Yeah, Monster Hunter Stories 2. I might circle back and play that one eventually. I have an amiibo for it. Do you? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The, uh, the Razewing Ratha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks cool. I think I think Monster Hunter Stories 2 was a better Pokemon game than, like, the last couple entries of Tony! Pokemon Tony! Yo, Tony Groves! What's up? For all those who are tuning in on the audio version, what are you doing? Go and find the video version, because it's an extra special episode today. Yes. If you guys don't know, I live in here in New Jersey. Corporal lives in Florida. So I, I just jumped over the... The pond. This is a special imported <laughs> goods episode. Imported goods. I want to see the amiibo now. You know what? I will do that. I will do that for you, Tira. This is the bad boy. Sent sent straight from Capcom. I'm trying to angle it so I don't have a horrible glare. I haven't unboxed it yet because I have no use for it besides looking at it. How beautiful it but is. It's a, it's a pretty one. Tony, I live in England, so you are over the pond. Yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, we have the Magnamalo Amiibo, which I use frequently. Should I bring some fresh grade dad jokes? Brian, Hell always. Yeah, always. You never should hold You're back. You're our dad jokes connoisseur. I need um, to figure out how to give you a special badge as, like, certified dad joke, like, generator. Wrath like, of my baby, he's so special. Yeah, I wish we could give him, like... On Twitch, we can give out badges. Yeah, Facebook's stingy. With but we need to we need to make a special badge, a dad joke dad joke badge, just for you. <clears throat> anyway, on with the episode. So the Pokemon Direct came out. We're not really going to cover the first the first half of it. Australia here, here. good. Ados, you're welcome in. I didn't know you were in Australia. Neither did I. Welcome down under. I had no idea, mate. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, that's I terrible. Um. Yeah, I'm feeling a lot better. I'm feeling almost back to 100%. I don't want to test. I don't want to test my stomach with alcohol just yet. Yeah. I might try a cider tonight just to see what happens, but I'm staying away from like beer and anything like fermented. Um, but yeah, feeling better. Thank you. I really had no idea you were in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, quickly covering the first half. Of the Nintendo Direct, or the uh, Pokemon Direct. Pokemon Direct! Uh, Pokemon Go and Pokemon Unite were both added as events at the Pokemon World Championships. So, <laughs> tell me, I had, I had horrific salmonella food poisoning for two weeks, Tira. It was bad. It was the most sick I had ever been in my life. Uh, Adios thinks that that was, was a good gnarly. A My good doctor attempt. told me I have the peekaboo virus, and he sent me straight to the ICU. <laughs> That's quality. Yeah. I have a doctor joke, but I can't tell it on stream. Dirty jokes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, Go and Unite have been added. I think previously it's been like the main series, uh, the trading card game. Um, and Pokken Tournament. So now they've added Go, and they've added, uh, 
uh, Unite, Pokemon Unite, to the championship. So that's good. The world of Pokemon ever-growing. There were some updates to Pokemon Cafe Remix and uh, some Pokemon Go events. Has anybody played the Pokemon Cafe? Like, I've seen the videos. I tried it for the first time this week. Okay. And it's basically you do this. And you connect the things. It's like... It's, I downloaded it mostly for my son to Mimi try. Chan! Welcome in! Mimi Chan! What's up? Yeah. Corporal was uh, Corporal was in town um, doing some stuff. So, here we are. Here we are. A rare occasion. I think we've only had one other episode ever that we've done in person. For those of you who've been following along for since the beginning, take a shot. <laughs> Should we take shots? We have alcohol downstairs. I, I, I mean... A shot of tea. Should be fourteen to take a shot. Um, so yeah, there was a bunch. There was a bunch of news ages ago. It's an easy version of Angry Birds pop. Interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Nice, you're both together, Marty. Marty! Welcome, welcome in. in. Yes, we are. It's a rare, rare. I've occasion. got nuts in my front pocket. That's a joke. Banned. <laughs> Banned. <laughs> Banned on all platforms. Pistachios, come on now. Oh, Tira, I'm sorry to hear that. I am I am temporarily avoiding drinking for like the last two weeks because my stomach will explode. Um, but so that's that's the Pokemon Direct like news of like the world of Pokemon. But the real meat and potatoes is Scarlet and Violet. First thing they have unveiled. I think this was the first time they unveiled. The world of Paldea is the name of the region that we're in. I joined a dating site for Arsonist. They sent me a ton of matches. <laughs> <laughs> you are talking about Pokemon and immediately drop into the dad joke I, that, I, I see them, that Brian is posting. At Presto's Place? Yeah, Marty. We, we, we queued up. We, we, it was a trap because Corporal started the stream by himself. Yep. And... Uh, was like, hey, everybody. And then I was just like, wait a second. That's my He's house. He's not in the right place. He's in a different <laughs> spot. Um, I can drink Mountain Dew, though. Oh, there you go. Mountain Dew. That's Corporal's. Mountain Dew is where thing. it's at. Cheers. That is not Mountain Dew. That is tea. It's tea. Mountain tea. Um, but yeah, so the real meat and potatoes of the episode is Scarlet and Violet. In the land of Paldea... Now, when they when they introduced this news trailer, they said like for the first time, uh, Scarlet and Violet will be an open world RPG, a first for the series. And I thought that was very interesting because there's another game, Pokemon Arceus, uh, that had open world sections and was open world, but they are calling this. Open world RPG game and a first for the series, which means it's going to be. It has some differentiation mm-hmm. that's from, different from Arceus. From Arceus, now Arceus, you can tell had a clear open world area. So let's look back at Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield was very linear, but then there was an open world area that you could go to, very specific. Uh, uh, Arceus had a very closed main hub, but then an open world for everything else. 
This is what they're calling a true first open world, implying that just like Skyrim or Breath of the Wild, there is no closed box. There's no hub world. Yeah, there's no hub world like in Monster Hunter. It's just everything is out and open. You can walk around, you can do whatever. There may be like dungeons or chambers that you can go into, but for the most part, the game is wide open, which you're right, first for the Pokemon I series. Think, I think it's going to be like if Arceus, if all the areas in Arceus were connected and there was no hub world yeah. and then going main to base. another thing. So, um, Marty, I'm in New Jersey. I'm in the United States. I'm in New Jersey. Corporal is I'm in Florida. Florida, except down for right south. Now, obviously, yeah. Breath of the Wild time. Yeah, totally. And yeah. if you've been watching our podcast long enough, take another shot. I have said that this is what we wanted. This is what we needed. So I'm very excited about this. To catch up on chat, <laughs> Brian <laughs> says he joined a dating a dating site. Oh, that's the art. Where are we? Fun facts. Fun facts. Before the crow bar was invented, crows drank at home. Poor crows. Poor crows. They need Drinking at home too. all alone. Um, so with the open world, they also showed that you get... It looks like you're going to get your legendary early on. So and Arceus, you got a legendary early on. It was like in the first quarter. Yeah, you got it after like... A couple hours. Oh. Yes. Yes. Fate Maker. Fate Maker Yes. Shows All right. Up. Hold on. Hold on. We're putting this whole episode on pause for Fate. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, in our last stream, uh, a longtime fan of ours, Fate Maker on Twitch, uh, Jeremy on Facebook, same person, uh, submitted a subscription. And when you become a subscriber... You're allowed to spin the wheel. Hold on, I have to put this on. Uh-oh, no, that's not what I want. Um, okay, hold on one second. Bear with me, bear with me. No, it didn't work. All right, I'm hold on. I'm going to add it. I'm going to have to add it. I did not anticipate this because we never do wheel spins during episodes. Yeah. <clears throat> you have to trim it. Fine. Uh, you gotta change your source. Oh no, I need to do window capture. All right, keep talking about keep talking about <clears throat> the thing while I. Oh no! <laughs> this is I, on the fly. I saw a microbiologist today, and he got he was a lot bigger than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the wheel. Oh, the wheel! There we go. The Boom. wheel. Okay. I need to crop. Take the uh, reward out or the uh, the advertising. naked advertising out. <laughs> All right, we are going to spin the wheel. So, Jeremy, you became a subscriber, which means you get to spin the wheel, and we get to do whatever the wheel says. Yes. Are you? We ready? One, two, three. Jeremy! Jeremy has won a game. 
That I is... can't believe it. We have spun the wheel two so, times. Yep. Two times for Cham. Yep, one for uh, Cham. And now one for Jeremy. And Jeremy has hit the rarest of rare things. That is spectacular. Congratulations. We will we will send you your game code to the game that we have for you after the stream. Yes. Um wait, don't close it. Uh Oh, cuz I'll pull up the show notes, yeah. Uh yeah, congratulations. Also, this is a reminder, if you become a supporter of ours uh on Facebook, you too can spin the wheel and you too can win a game. Yep. It'll be a Switch game. Yep. Um but it will be a game. Uh, that's crazy. Right? That's, a, Jeremy, Congratulations, I, couldn't, I couldn't be more happy that our first game giveaway goes to you. Yeah. Because you are an awesome member of our community. You're always hanging out with us. That's awesome. Hang out that's in the Discord fun. and make sure to give Jeremy congratulations. I'm sweating with excitement, yeah, but also so, because it's 99 it's degrees. so outside. hot here. Uh, I left Florida thinking I was getting to cooler climates, but no. No, definitely not. <clears throat> Um, okay, so you get your mount now that we've Sand completely deep. derailed. Uh, what with old supporter like me asking for a friend? So it's supporter. It's a. It's the supporter button on Facebook. There's a way to do it on Twitch, but I think we have to have the partner thing program. And we yeah, we opted? have to have affiliate. We have to have affiliate turned on to we be are... subscribe. It's basically Twitch subscribers. Yes, but it's on Facebook. We don't have Twitch subscribers turned on because in order to turn that on, we're not allowed to dual stream. Yeah. And our primary place to stream is Facebook. So we might do it at some point. But right now the wheel is, even here it's like 95. Oh, yeah. That's terrible. Um, but yeah, right now it's just supporters on Facebook. Again, Jeremy, congratulations. Congratulations. That's so ridiculous. Um, okay. So you get, it looks like you get your mount early on. And I think... The reason that you do is the next point in that in Scarlet and Violet in the last direct, it was revealed that the game is going to have three stories for you to explore. Um, and they said one of those um, is going to be the traditional gym. You know, you, you go to your gyms, you beat the gyms and you're going to be the very best. I'm assuming the other two, one is going to be some kind of story around the legendaries, and the other one is going to be involved catching them all with the Pokédex. But they did say for the gyms, they're going to have eight gyms all over the map, and you are going to be able to do the gyms in any order Any order, order. Want. yes. So that is a first for the series. Yep. Because usually it's you go to this gym first. It's the bug trainer. You beat him and you get the cut attack. And that opens up the next area. And then you get a bike and it opens up the next area. So I think by giving you the mount early on, it means that you can technically go wherever you want on the map. And it allows you to explore. I'm guessing there's going to be areas that are sort of soft caps with like levels or difficulty. Yeah. Um, Ados makes a good point. Are they going to be the real legendaries then? Yeah, Probably. I think these will be the these will be like the the legendaries that they show, and then there's going to be like another set, one or two so, of the end game legendaries, I, like the the legendaries that were shown in uh, the promotion art that everybody was like 
making fun of because they were shaded out and they looked like a phallic symbol. The one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's <clears throat> where they were revealed, yeah. So uh, I think those legendaries are going to be like Sword and Shield Dog, where they're really up there, but we're probably going to get a different mount. I think the legendary mount is going to be different than. Well, what the, the legendary engine. mount are the ones that are on the cover. On that cover, but yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you know there's I mean? going to be the real legendary that has to do with the story. I think is going to be different. Different, yeah. Um, my phone is like a little volume. I'm like, what the heck is that? Yeah. <laughs> um, but this to me is a big deal. Seventy-seven Fahrenheit. That sounds lovely. Yeah, that's <laughs> dragon, dragon fang. That's that's where I want to be. Yeah. Um. So, being able to explore the map in any direction, what I thought was cool about Arceus, it was open world, and you, everybody, in the first week, everybody in Arceus has a different team, right? People yeah. are like, oh, I found this Pokemon, and it might be a completely different Pokemon than other people have found. So, everybody's teams looks different. In the first week of Scarlet and Violet, it's going to be that, like times a million yeah because there's going to be no set path everybody's going to be going in different directions it's going to be so exciting so if you wanted to, to build if you wanted to build a team of just fire pokemon you can travel to that area per se yeah and f- just hunt that you wanted to be the bug catcher and just nobody have... wants to be the bug catcher <laughs> somebody always is but nobody wants to be yeah <laughs> if you do pokemon streams do you accept nintensun sun is a big fan of the pokemon series yes most certainly yes yeah. when we so that's the other the other part of this being an open world and being able to do things in any order is there's going to be four player multiplayer and we are going to stream the hell out of this game, yes. and we're probably going to have open lobbies like we do with Monster Hunter, because yeah. even if we're both streaming, we will still have open slots uh, for viewers, and if one of us is streaming, we'll have three open three slots open for slots. viewers. Um, and I think that's, that's going to add such a cool element, because not only is this the first time that it's been totally... Cham, you haven't world. seen it yet! Oh, Cham! Well... This is the wrong episode. We're for you spoiling be- everything. <laughs> We're educating you. Yes, it's not um, spoilers, it's education. Ooh, Sun is planning to buy, I'll tell him, yeah. Yes. May- and maybe we'll make a little bit extra effort to keep the Pokemon streams a little more PG. <laughs> maybe. Since it's like a little... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Pokemon. We should we should scale our level of obscenity <laughs> to the to the ESRB rating of the game. We're not that game. bad. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> I've never cursed more than when I play Smash, and that is not that's true for mature. So that's yeah, that's fine. I watched the first trailer, but no recent stuff. Yeah, it's there's some cool stuff. We were just talking about how uh, this is going to be the first. So not only is this going to be the first game where you can go anywhere you want at any time, open world. This is also going to be the first one where you have open world with other players. And I think combining those two things is going to create a really dynamic thing because somebody can jump into your lobby and they could be like, oh, I haven't been to this region yet. And so I can catch these guys or I haven't done this challenge or, oh, let's go here. I know where this thing is. And it's going to be like a lot more like community oriented, I think. Okay. Versus yeah. like hop in, hop out, and you're sort of on the rails with your host. I like the idea that you're going to be able to move around to any one of the territories. So 
like in Sword and Shield, the Pokemon that you had the ability to catch was narrowed by the path the game placed you on. And now that you're able to go to each one of the gyms in your own individual order, there may be a gym that, let's say, is the Leaf Gym, and you really need to have a Fire Pokemon to do it. So that may be the cap that prevents you from going down that path. You need to go out and explore to find what yeah, you Yeah, because typing was like, I felt extra critical for Arceus. Yeah. Um... Oh, Mimi Chan, you've been following for a year. Very nice. Wow, congratulations. I feel like you've been following for way longer than a year. Right? Yeah. Because you, you started following us when we started in Monster Hunter, and that was well more than a year I ago. I think so. Not quite two years, but more than a year. Maybe she was just lurking then. Um, I think this is going to fundamentally change trading. Because in the especially in the early game, in the early game, everybody's going to have different stuff. And in their early game, everybody's going to have different stuff, but they're going to have a very small pool of different stuff. Yeah. So when you re- hit that grass gym, you could be like, I don't have more than one fire Pokemon. Can somebody trade me? I've been to this area. Mm-hmm. I like, have this Pokemon. I that really po- hope that they have a huge diversity of Pokemon. Like, yeah. there's a lot of Pokemon in the game that you can catch. And I really hope that... For the most part, there's not a lot of Pokemon that are common from region to region. I hope that like you you like like Pidgey. Pidgey is probably going to be one that you encounter everywhere. Or yeah. like like there's or ones that are common. Yeah. But I hope the the amount of common guys that you see everywhere is very low, and you really have to travel to get the diversity. <laughs> Yo, nobody is as old as Corporal. Corporal <laughs> is older than technology. <laughs> My birthday was like two weeks ago, so I'll accept that. He's so old that he forgets how old he is, and that's not a joke. That's accurate. That's accurate. Never mind. Marty. Marty. Marty, don't, you don't need to, to show off. It's okay. You don't need to protect him <laughs> by making yourself older. I mean, you can't make yourself older, but... Uh, he's He's just adding 20 years on, that's all. It's fine. It's experience. Exactly. He's it's just experience. a higher level player than us. Yep, yep. Um, so yeah, so, and the last thing that, um, notify is the Nexus store, so right now, the Nexus store, so if you don't know, we have a Nexus shop, you can do, um, exclamation point shop, and the Nexus will come up, or it should be in our, our page or our description somewhere. Um, our Nexus shop is basically a place where you can purchase games, and we get a, what is it, a 10... 20%, 10 or 20% commission on any games that you buy. So we super appreciate it. That's a fantastic way to support us. Um, the games don't cost any extra. Actually, all the Capcom games are on sale right now. We yep. should post about that. Um, unfortunately, right now, it's digital only on PC. Um, they are working on doing console games. I'm really hoping we're going to get... Uh, <laughs> exactly. I'm 28 with 14 years of experience. Yeah, exactly. Um... I'm hoping we're going to get console games, and I don't know if we're going to get physical games, um, but right now it's digital only. I think soon we will have digital versions for the eShop, so you can get digital. I don't know if that's going to happen by the time Pokemon comes out. I hope. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, but right now it's just PC games, um, and mostly keep PC Capcom games. Um, we're, they are working to kind of add more to yeah. that, so... Um, 
Terra Raid Battles. So this is another feature that goes hand-in-hand hand with the multiplayer, is there's going to be four-player raid battles similar to what was in Sword and Shield, mm -hmm. um, but there are going to be things you have to find in the open world, and they said it's not going to be... You don't have to wait for your teammates to act. That was how they put it in the trailer. So you're going to choose your action... And your teammates are going to choose their action, and you're not going to... Like, Sword and Shield, you did your move, and then you waited, and then your opponent, your teammate did a move, the other teammate did a move, and then you did your move, and then it went through. So somebody could, if they have... Like, for example, if they had the hit point availability, so maybe every attack will need a certain amount of energy... And as long as you yeah. don't exhaust your energy, you can keep doing attacks completely independent of what your partner is doing. Or it's everybody chooses their attacks, and instead of doing the big animation for you, big animation for me, big animation for Jeremy or whoever we're playing with, it's you choose your attack, your attack, your Pokemon goes right into it, and everybody does it at the same time. Um, and then the, the big Pokemon does its attack, and then everybody chooses their attacks. It all happens at once. And it's kind of like that back and forth. Okay. So I don't know. I would still like it to have the core tactics. Like regenerating attack point system. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like I think something that kind of like makes that. sense. Uh, Sandeep, yeah. As soon as we get uh, more information about the, uh, the Nexus uh, uh, purchasing shop and what they're going to add to it, we most certainly will have it on the Discord channel. Yeah. Um... So I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping that the raids will be hard and that they'll be special. Because they were cool in Sword and Shield, but they were a little bare bones. And I hope they're a bigger deal in this, because I think they're really leaning on the open world. They're leaning on the multiplayer. And I think raids could be a cool way to keep people engaged because maybe you're in a region and I'm in a region, we're in multiplayer, we're open world, we're doing our thing, and all of a sudden you go, oh my god, there's a raid happening in the mountains, get your ass over here. And so, I have to book it before the raid's over and then we can do it. Like a world event almost, more than like... Yes. So I think that'd be spectacular. And that's and I'm not saying this is where they pulled it from, but this is the first game that I played mm, where I've seen this happen, is uh, Destiny. Where you're in Destiny yeah, and you're running exactly. around and all of a sudden there's this dropship that comes in that's at a specific point on the map and people can call out for requests for helps and there's a ping so that you know where it goes. You can go to that location because you can see the dropship coming down. You can help the other players who are in the world attack that dropship and whatever enemies come. Yeah, That world event mechanic I think would be great. Something that like yes, in Arceus where you have those time rifts or whatever... And you go into those time rifts, and that's where you can catch individual. You know, that's yeah. a, a world event. I and think that RC cool. has kind of had that with the time warp. Yeah. Things. I hope it's similar to that. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, Tyr is still doing struggling with raid legendary raid events in Crown Tundra. I never played the expansion, so the raids in base Sword and Shields I thought were kind of lackluster. But if you're still doing, if it's like proper endgame stuff. 
for uh, for Crown Tundra. That's pretty cool. Maybe that's a sign of the direction of yeah. what Scarlet and Violet's going to be about. I'm um, so used to my, my camera, and I'm, like, leaning to one side, and then I look at the screen, I'm like, I'm half off the screen. No, normally, if you're in the middle, you could lean, but yeah. this is like, we've got to be elbow to elbow here. Yeah. Um, the last thing is the new <laughs> the new gimmick, gimmick of the thing. You know, they always have, you know, uh, you know Z evolutions, Gigantamaxing. The gimmick, sort of the new mechanic, I'll say, in this is going to be terrestrializing, which is blinging your Pokemon out, but more importantly, with the potential to change its typing, which is a very big deal because you could have... So when you say typing, how are you going to then take a Charizard, for example, bling him out, and what, now he's a, a an ice dragon? Yeah. Like, that's really cool. Yeah, like Pikachu, right? You terrestrialize Pikachu, he's going to get balloons. He's a flying type. Interesting. So okay. I'm I'm assuming they're gonna retain their base type. So if it's like if it's electric type and then become flying type, it's gonna become flying electric. Okay. But there's certain combinations that could be completely broken that people know that know way more about yeah. Pokemon. So uh, Shedinja, right? Shedinja. Marty, is, thanks for dropping in. I think the terrestrializing thing is RNG. Yes. So when you catch when you catch the Pokemon, RNG. it's RNG random num, random number generator. So it's random. okay. So when you catch the Pokemon, it's it's RNG. So when you catch an Eevee, you could terrestrialize it, and it could be an Ice Eevee, a Fire Eevee, but it only terrestrializes to one element. So you can go and you can catch a Pokemon that you really need to have a specific typing. So say you really wanted... So this is an example. Shedinja, right? Shedinja is a normal type Pokemon. Okay. Which has no natural weaknesses uh, except, I think, fighting. Fighting is the one... Or, or ground. No, fighting. Yeah, fighting. I'm pretty sure. Um, I don't know my typing. But someone pointed out, is like, okay, so if you have a Shedinja that is normal typing, and you can terrestrialize it into uh, flying. Normal type is not weak to ground. Shedinja is a ghost bug. Okay. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Somebody posted something about how if you did a certain typing, it would basically only have one weakness or it would have no weaknesses. And okay. I like the idea of terrestrializing. I'm not sure how fair or broken it's going to be in multiplayer. Doug Trio PvP. now becomes a flying type. Like how? I'm, I'm guessing there's going to be Sandeep. That is a pretty funny. <laughs> We're finally going to get to see his body. It's going to be the three muscle builders all <laughs> hugging each other. Yes, if you've seen that meme, that's funny. So I think this is a really interesting idea. And if Eevee gets a new evolution? Eevee definitely will get a new evolution. So I, I almost feel like you're going to take any standard Pokemon and you're going to throw the Eevee concept at it with this. Kind of, but um, I think terrestrializing only applies for a certain amount of turns in the battle. And then they turn back. Like Gigantamax. Oh, like, so I like Gigantamax. 
I'll be honest with you. There's a video that I have shared on our Twitter page, and if you can find it, share it again. It was one of the first fights I had. See you later, Marty. I just saw that message. <clears throat> and it was one of the first fights I had, and I threw uh, Pikachu out, and Pikachu's voice becomes very deep. Pika! Chonka! Chonkachu, yes. <laughs> Chon- the original oh my Chonky gosh. design. It was so funny. Um... I think there's some interesting combinations. I hope it's 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 fair enough, and there's not like broken combinations so that it can be fair in multiplayer. Because Gigantamaxing was used in PvP for Sword and Shield, so it's uh, it is what yeah. it is. Um, will this be the new standard for Pokemon? Because I think once you go open world. It's going to be really tough to jam people back so, into into a linear story. I think that they are going to be classic Pokemon and modern Pokemon, and there will they will continue to make games that are in this art style and this uh, game but setup. But this is a mainline game now. It's not an yeah. offshoot. But I don't think mainline games are ever going back to not open world. Mega Rayquaza. <laughs> George, what? Corporals in New Jersey? Enjoy much needed hangout. Yes. Thank you, George. Thank you. Yes. How many Pokemon are there now? I have no idea. Uh, if there's not the original 150, then I don't know. Yeah, I'm a Gen 1. Yep. There's ones I like from other generations. I'm that old, so. <laughs> Look, I'm that old. Wait, right here. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So... So this this brings me to my secondary over nine hundred okay part point about the Pokemon Direct, which was over nine thousand. I am slowly getting into the Pokemon trading card game, and I got a little starter pack thing, and I had it as a kid, but I never really messed with it. Um, and apparently they are overhauling the digital version of the trading card game, and it's going to be called Pokemon Trading Card Game Live. And it's basically going to replace the extremely outdated Pokemon trading card online that has existed for the last, like, 25 years. Because anytime you buy, and this is all news to me that I've learned in, like, the last week of research, when you buy a Pokemon pack of cards, a starter kit, you know, whatever, you get a digital code for redeeming that product online on the digital version which i think is amazing i had no idea that that was a thing um uh so this pokemon live is supposed to be the new updated version and i am here for it and i'm very surprised they didn't talk about it at all in the direct Mm -hmm. uh I hope the Pokédex can handle oh, it. Oh, so Pokémon so, Home. So this was something I was thinking about while you were talking. Pokémon Home was that middle ground platform, that app that allowed you to take Pokémon from all of the other online Pokémon things to have an ultimate Pokédex. And you could transfer them if the game supported directionally to, directionally yeah. to other games. So you could pull from uh, Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee out of that game and then pull Pokemon out of Pokemon Go, the mobile app, put them into Pokemon Home, and then deposit some of those Pokemon back into Sword and Shield. 
and you could build an ultimate, you know, whatever ultimate team. collection yeah, in ulti- home. In home, and then deposit those Pokemon in other games. Will this game support Pokemon Home? What will happen with those evolutions? Will you be able to pull them, but not pull them back out? Like, there's a lot that could yeah. be added to this. Yeah. George, thanks for swinging in. This is the first time we've recorded an episode in person since, like, I think we did the one with Nick Yeti in, yeah. like, the first six months. The first six months of us being so but been following us since the beginning. Take a shot. We're, we're creeping up on three years yeah. this Octo- in October. This October will be our three-year anniversary. <sighs> This October will also be my wedding, so we'll see how we're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate them as one <laughs> event. <laughs> this all giant event. It is. We are so overdue for a D and D. Oh stream. my god, Jeremy! Yes, we need another D and D session. It will take a year or two for. Home. Oh god! <laughs> hey, where did the dragons? <laughs> um, yeah, we are overdue for a D and D session. We should have planned that. Yeah, to do it. Yes. Yes. Physical dice. Yes. Anyway, I'm hoping for Pokemon the new TCG to come out soon. Maybe our three year. Oh, Pokemon won't be out yet. Yeah. Pokemon won't be out yet. But Splatoon three will be out for our. Nobody has gotten an invite, George. Don't feel bad. It's things are coming. Three year anniversary, and Splatoon three will just have been released. So maybe it'll be another. That was our first. Yeah. Our one year anniversary. Our one year anniversary. Po- yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll take some we'll votes see. and stuff. Um, also, the the signups for the Among Us VR oh. beta are open. Yes. Go Google it, search it out. You can now sign up for the open beta of Among Us. There's no dates on when it's going to happen, but it seems like it's going to be soon because it's supposed to be a holiday release. So make sure you sign up for it. You're low on nuts. I'm low on nuts. Corporal's it's gonna my have to last go, nut. You have to go mug a squirrel. <laughs> um, so yeah. So moving on from Pokemon, multiverse. multiverse. I'm gonna. I came up with no bevy, so I'm gonna go get a drink of water. You start us. Bring me a drink of water into the multiverse. Okay. So for those of you who don't know. I'm going to center myself on the screen here for a little bit. For those of you who don't know, and I'm sure many of you do because we've been streaming it, a new game came out. It's a free game called Multiverses. It is the DC uh, Warner Brothers version of Super Smash. You've got Pokemon, or I'm sorry, you've got Batman, Superman, you've got um, Scooby-Doo and Shaggy, there's a, a, a whole genre of, you know, characters from the uh, Warner Brothers IP that have came together in one game and now are fighting each other doing a Super Smash style game. And there's a lot to be said about this. I think the game is absolutely phenomenal. The fact that it's a free-to-play game, a free game to access, is even better. So... Water, and there's ice. It took my full. It took my full level of self control to not spike that. <laughs> it took my whole soul. You just given me a, a vodka with ice and handed it to me. No, and not well, of, I would have taken a big gulp and then. 
been shot. No, I would have spiked it with something a little less conspicuous, but I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> how's it going, both? Yo, Tom! Tom! Uh, George, do we know if Marvel is going to release a similar game? So... No, I don't think so. Marvel is working on, and I think we've talked about this on the show, Marvel Snap, which yes. is a card, card game. game that's in open beta in a bunch of different places, but not in If US. you look up uh, Marvel Snap videos, the game actually looks a lot of fun, and I'd, I'd be willing to give it a shot, but... To my knowledge, there has not been an announcement mm. of a Super Smash-style Marvel game. There are other Marvel games where you, as Marvel characters, fight other so things. So here's the thing. If Marvel was going to do a version of it, it wouldn't be a Marvel thing. It would be a Disney thing. Now it would be. You're yes. right. It Imagine be, Mickey because Mouse. Because it's WB, yep. and WB is DC, and Bugs Bunny, and all that stuff. Bugs Bunny it would be a and Scooby-Doo. I do not have faith. That Disney would it, make that, that Disney would make it. They would try to make it cutesy, and it would be terrible. I the direction that Disney is currently going, and I'm basing this solely off Disneyverse. Of, that would be hilarious. Right? I, I'm I'm basing this opinion. Where is Speedstorm? Oh, I have no idea. Where is Speedstorm? <laughs> I'm I'm di- basing this opinion solely off of. The fact that Disney Plus has added a whole bunch of mature and R-rated content that they are willing to go to that more adult step. This goes up. Oh, there we go. Stop pumping <laughs> That goes to a more adult step. I just don't know if they have it to make something where they're going to put Mickey Mouse fighting somebody else. They will not, for yeah. lack of a better term, they will not bastardize their head character in that way. But they may choose other options. Right? Marvel versus Star Wars? I mean, that. They could even bring in, like, Oswald and not Mickey. You know what I mean? Some Oswald? Of the older the older mouse before Mickey. His name was Oswald? I'm pretty sure. But it was Steamboat Willie. That was the original. I thought yeah. there was another one that was called Oswald, wasn't there? With the long ears? You're the, I don't know. You're the Floridian. I don't know these things. Just because I, I... Hold on. I am not a Floridian. My blood is Jersey. You have a flamingo shirt on. Uh, you know what? Get out of here. <laughs> um, Speaking of... Gyro wanna... McDuck versus Darth Vader. So this that is, would be a thing. This isn't even in the notes, but... So, one of the best most revered fighting games of all time is Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Now, if you follow the fighting game scene... Oh, Lord. I want you on the other side of a digital barrier now. (laughs) Um, If you follow the fighting game world, FGC, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, possibly one of the most... the best fighting games of all time. Marvel vs. Capcom, yeah. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is has been impossible to purchase on any system for the last, like, 12 years. Because it's yeah. an older game, there hasn't been a re-release of it. It's been... You can't get it. George. George. George is over here trying to get us banned. <clears throat> um, so, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 has not been able... You haven't been able to play it legally anywhere. Legally. They announced at EVO... That One Up Arcade is releasing 
a Marvel vs. Capcom 2 arcade cabinet with eight games, including some of the old X-Men fighting games, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, with online multiplayer built into the cabinet. It's a stand-up cabinet that has Wi-Fi and leaderboards and online matchmaking. That's cool. That is so cool, and I would be on that pre-order button if it wasn't $600. Ooh. $600. At $300, I would have been considering it against my better judgment. T-Silva! $600, it is off the table for me. T.S. Villa, how's it going, man? Yo, we're here. Look, we can high-five. Here we are. The CGI that we have is so oh, good yeah, now. Oh, yeah, this is all green screen. This is all fake. <laughs> it's, it's, the CGI is so good, I can touch his cat. He's going to bite you. He doesn't know you. He doesn't know you like that. <laughs> Huxley does. Where is Huxley? He will definitely murder you. <laughs> yeah, for $600, you could finally buy the PS5. Yeah. <laughs> but, then, but then Nick Yeti would stop asking me. To buy a PS5, which would ruin the, that would that would counteract the whole point. George, yes, it is VR. <laughs> um. So anyway, back back to multiverses. It's good. I had very tempered expectations about multiverses, and so far, they are listening to the right people. <laughs> All my pets are trying to get in. Hi, you were jealous. Yes. You were jealous. Look, she's so happy. We'll just put the camera on her. Nobody cares about us. <laughs> Look at her. Stares at She's so happy. Time. Yeah. She's a very happy girl. Anyway. Um, oh, I would love to see Corporal try the lemon shallow if there is any left. Oh. There is some left, as a matter of fact. There is some left. Just floating that out there. Um, actually, hold on. I don't think... I haven't, we haven't gotten any, all our notifications have been muted. I'm really not sure why. That's very strange. Yeah. Oh, you know why? Because I don't have the notification alert on. For this particular, for this. yeah. This is, I don't normally use this to, like, do it. Please, before you end the stream, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how Corporal's feeling. Um... So, obviously, the main draw of multiverses is the character roster. Yeah, I mean, Superman versus Batman versus Bugs Bunny versus Arya Stark. Stark. Like, talk about a a weird combination. It's a weird cast, but they somehow have shoehorned them all into one art style. Yeah. And I will say that I think that art style works better for some than it does for others. Like, Batman looks flawless. Yeah. Especially when he jumps up and he does the cape thing and he turns all black into the shadow. Like, that is phenomenal. Bugs Bunny looks a little weird. Tom and Jerry look great. Arya Stark is a little... But that's a live-action character coming to a cartoon. Well, just like the basketball player that was added. LeBron. Well, LeBron, they had an animated version of him from the Space Jam. Space Jam. Which That's I didn't true. see, so I, I did assume... not see either. Yeah. Um, Corporal's hair is amazing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> right? It's the sweat. <laughs> it's very hot here. Um, <sighs> there, there yeah. it is. 
what I'm impressed with multiverses is that they have done a damn good job of balancing the game for 2v2 mm-hmm. and the online is seamless. I mean, I would say I would say 90% of my games have been free of network shenanigans. Cuz rollback netcode every match, most matches have four people. And the fact that it's balanced and it's smooth with four people every match is very impressive. So yeah, so you can do four, it's two versus two, so four people. You can do, go up against random people or you can join with a bunch of friends. And the game is cross-platform play, so PlayStation, Xbox, and PC can all play together. Does the PC game have a storyline? And it's a free-to-play game, so... Yeah, or free for all. I I forgot there's a free for all. Is there? Yeah. Oh, I've never touched it. It's like Neither all the way. You have to like scroll to get to it. George, you should download it. We can play yeah, it. Yeah, it's free. It's on everything except Switch. Go PS. Yeah, no <laughs> Switch. Savage. Yes. Yeah. Totally. No Switch. And I think the Switch could run it, except for maybe the exception of rollback with four people. I don't know if mm. that would work. I think it would be really choppy. So, I mean the, the the roster I think is great. The art style I think is great. We have talked about whether or not the game is on par with something like Super Smash. Somebody had commented they feel like the animation and the attacks are slower. But because they are slower, it is paced better. It's definitely paced around 2v2. Yeah. Because if you look at the 1v1s, even the the higher level play, the stages are big. They feel Mm -hmm. bigger than they need to be. Um, I just think... Because there's support characters, there's defense characters, where strong core parts of that character's kit involve another character and so having a defense buff for your other partner when there's no partner is like some characters are handicapped and some characters are built around because some characters are brawlers some characters are built as a support character and if you're playing a single 1v1 as a support character you're screwed yeah but i think the pacing is pretty on par with 2v2 it can get a little chaotic yeah but I would say it's easier to follow a 2v2 of multiverses than it is to follow 2v2 of Smash, yes. I think. And yeah. I've played Smash forever. I agree. I agree. Um, so I think they succeeded in that. So my question that I have, and I wrote this in the notes, is that Warner Brothers coming to the table, bringing all of their IPs together in this brawl-type game. We just recently saw Nickelodeon do the exact same thing. We have Super Smash, obviously, which is all of the Nintendos. Nintendos. Nintendo dudes. Nintendos. (laughs) And then you've got other games like Brawlhalla, which breaks the IP barrier, like Fortnite, and allows licensed content to come in. So you can have The Rock going up against God knows what. Yeah. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So, first off, like, I love the concept of like IPs fighting each other like this is a really cool interesting idea but I feel like Super Smash started it and maybe there were other ones that were prior to but Super Smash is the most prominent Yeah. and now all of a sudden 
in the past, a crossover. Yeah, in the past three years, everything is a is a universe IP crossover. And on top of it, you have so many of these that are coming out and being produced. And like, is this game genre you think being flooded? Is that market that that style mm. being flooded with this style? Mm. Is there or on the flip side of that question? Is there an IP brand that you would like to see do this? I would like to see it with Disney, but only my favorites. <laughs> okay. Like, I would like to see a Marvel. Yeah. Just a Marvel game. Okay. Maybe Marvel and Star Wars. But I would like to see a new Marvel fighting game that's not Marvel vs. Capcom, Capcom Infinite. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see an old school style like Marvel. Okay. So, um, I think... I think... The the crossover genre, even though Smash started it for platform fighters, I think Fortnite is the game that pushed it as like a medium. Yeah. As like a pop culture vessel. And I have said this, if you've been listening to us long enough, take a shot. I have been li- <laughs> I have been li- I have been saying this long enough that the model that Fortnite has. I don't care if you dislike the game or the game's mechanics, but their seasonal content for their maps and their pop culture pull-ins from other games and like Darth Vader's in and then Captain America was in and then Spider-Man was in and like you were they're just bringing people yeah, There's my all... Marvel. Yeah. Crossover <laughs> with John Wick and So yeah, John Wick was brought into Fortnite. Like, there are so many other IPs that are pulled into Fortnite. They have done an amazing job. I wonder if I were to pick and choose, I would like to see somebody like Fortnite maybe do that style. Like, Brawlhalla does it, but I don't know if anybody likes Brawlhalla. Well, Brawlhalla is actually, like, insanely popular. Is there it? Are, like, there's a lot of people that play Brawlhalla. I don't know anybody who plays Which, Brawlhalla. Nick plays Brawlhalla. <coughs> Nick Yeti. <laughs> Um, I think from from a platform fighter because the the obvious comparison is Nickelodeon All Stars came out and now Multiverses is coming out and Multiverses is at, at first it very much looked like oh Multiverses is just DC taking a cash or WB taking a cash grab doing the same stuff that Nickelodeon did but when the games are actually out you realize Nickelodeon had a very shoestring budget and was very, I won't say one-dimensional, because it was a good game. Yeah. But the amount of production and unique moves and just everything, multiverses, so, is a huge, huge We want to talk up. about a video game developer who actually puts their care and love into a game... There, you cannot go any further than looking at multiverses and have Arya Stark get killed by Bugs Bunny, and in her voice she turns around and says, "Bugs, that was a good kill." Like the fact that you yeah. have characters who can talk to other characters, and the voice acting directly talks to that character. Yeah, very that's much like production. How, that's a production. Thing. Very much like how Monster Hunter did it with their their um, uh, followers, the follower quests. So, like, that is really high-level attention to detail. And that's not something that you see 
in Nickelodeon or Brawlhalla. Well, so the Nickelodeon, I hate to rag on Nickelodeon because I watched that get developed and I watched the devs and they really did try to make it the best game possible. They poured their heart and soul. It's just that they had such a fraction of the budget. The yeah. fact that they, it released without voice acting tells you everything that they need to know. Uh, you yeah. need to know about where their budget was. Yeah. And I think they did the best they could, so it's no fault of the devs, but I think the scope of Nickelodeon as sort of an indie smash spin-off versus this grand social free to play cross play has every character you can think of as multiverses. I think multiverses and this is a big statement. I think multiverses is going to become the Fortnite of platform fighters. Ooh. Okay. You think so? Yes. Not quite to the degree of Fortnite because they're limited to WE properties. Yeah. But I think I think if I were to make a comparison, I think that would be the comparison I make. Okay. Matrix and Marvel crossover, you just like that's my childhood. <laughs> my childhood fantasy. Um, Brawlhalla, I just have to take a quick shot of Brawlhalla. Brawlhalla has a big ambition, and I know it's big, and I know people love it, and Nick Yeti's been trying to get me into it, and maybe he's going to show me things that I didn't realize, but it still feels like a cheap Flash game to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say it. I've tried it a bunch of times. I've played... Like, every platform fighter. i played Nickelodeon All-Stars. I've played every version of Smash to a disgusting degree. I've played... Um, I played uh, Brawl Out for a little bit. I've played um, Project... Uh, what was it? Revolu Re Revolt? Oh, yeah. Revolt Revival. I've played uh, um, Rivals of Ether. I've played just about every platform fighter is... Brawlhalla is mid. It's mid as hell. It's it, a Flash game. It, I would put it on par with Smash Flash. It's a cell phone game. I would put it on par with Smash Flash. Maybe. Okay. And that's being generous, because Smash Flash was pretty fun. Um, okay, that's my rant. I mean, yeah. Multiverses is good. It's very sad that it's not out on the Switch. I don't think it's going to come to the Switch, no. honestly. No. Um... Because it has a good level of performance, and I really don't think the Switch physically and online capability is capable of, of handling that. Um, but I like multiverse. I will say, as good as multiverses is, I don't have, like, a burning itch to play it. Like, it's fun. I'll play it. But, like, Monster Hunter came out. I have a burning urge to play Monster Hunter. Uh, the new Pokemon, Arceus, came out. I was playing Arceus every chance I get. Multiverses is fun, and I've been playing it, but I feel like I'm not, I'm not biting. I think I'm, I'm more invested in multiverses than you are, but I agree with you. It's not like when I was playing Halo, like I need to finish this game. You, you still know? haven't finished it. Shh. And co-op is still not out. <laughs> and co-op is still not still out. Still not out. Microsoft, you're killing me. Microsoft. You gotten soft. Yeah. Totally. I just hope they don't do to Halo what they did to Minecraft, which is ruin it. Which is ruination. <laughs> they they 
Oh, they, I'm not happy about it. I don't know if anybody knows this. Not happy about <laughs> the things Microsoft did to Minecraft. But we'll save that for every other episode that I say it on. <laughs> uh, Hell yeah, George. That's a date. That's a date. That's a date. <laughs> George, you got it. I see M.R. Anderson, Mr. Anderson, but with the M.R. and uppercase, I just think Master Rank? Master Rank Master Anderson. Master Rank Anderson? <laughs> Spider-Man coming to PC, I'm going to have to get. Because I love Spider-Man. My son loves Spider-Man. That's the one PlayStation exclusive, probably more than Returnal, that I've been like, man, if I had a PlayStation, I'd play it. But now it's coming. So I'll probably get it Mm -hmm. until Splatoon 3 comes out, and then I'll just play that. But, yeah. Corporal. Side quest! Side quest! We're gonna that's that just needs to be a thing from now on. That was horrible, but we're gonna do it. So from the new game the new games, right? What is your most anticipated favorite Pokemon that they've announced so far? One that you want Lechonk (laughs) Why does everybody want to see Lechonk? Lechonk. Lechonk. Lechonk is my favorite. I'll be honest. Looks, Fido looks cool. Fido, yeah. I I think Lechonk is the only Pokemon that everybody wants to see because it's a pig. I want, I want a new version of Zapdos because Zapdos is probably my favorite Yo. Pokemon of all time, uh-huh. and I would love to see some sort of variant because they have Wooper and they have a new variant where it's. You know, Palet, Palad, Pal, it's Paladia, Paladia, Paladian, sure, Hooper, and it's like a poison typing. Okay. So I would love to see some twist on Zapdos in the new series. That would be my wish. But otherwise, Lechonk. Lechonk is perfect. <clears throat> so, I yeah, I guess I have to see how Lechonk is. Um, Tira, what? Tira, how do you know this? Is that did that get announced and I missed it? Can we, can we just like talk about Breath of the Wild two for a quick second since Tira brought it up in chat? Can we just bring that up, Tira? I, I normally my streams. I'm wearing my Zelda shirt. I am a huge Zelda fan. Like the silent protagonist Link is what all things need to be. I have played every version of Zelda that there is, but I'm, I want Breath of the Wild 2 to be as exciting and amazing as Breath of the Wild 1. From what we have seen so far, I don't know if it's any more than an expansion or a DLC game. So this, so I love Splatoon, and I think my feelings towards Splatoon 3 in that we've seen nothing groundbreaking, I think is very similar to how you feel about Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. And I think... I think that is a bigger topic we could discuss about how Switch Sports was kind of a lukewarm release, Mario Strikers was kind of a lukewarm release. Nintendo is starting to... I'm starting to see a theme, a trend, where... These big first-party Nintendo releases are not doing 
so hot. Not only are they not advertising them, the fact that they are putting so little advertisement into them and what little that we have seen of the game does not come off as super impressive like their predecessors almost gives me worry that they don't know how to handle the sequel for these amazing titles. Yeah, but you look at Pokemon, the new Pokemon is getting regular new information released. It's big. It's game-changing stuff. It's important. But it's we're getting that information from Pokemon Directs, not Nintendo Directs. Not Nintendo Directs. Because the Pokemon company is partially owned by Nintendo, but it's not wholly owned by Nintendo like Splatoon, like Zelda. Pokemon is kind of its own thing that is Nintendo adjacent and Nintendo related, but not totally adjacent. Adjacent. (laughs) It's Nintendo adjacent. Yeah, it's it's a Nintendo. Um, But Pokemon has its own DNA, and it looks like they're doing that right. Yeah. Versus like Splatoon and Breath of the Wild two, which are just like, like nothing. Like Splatoon three comes out in a little bit over a month and there's like the advertisement that's came out for Splatoon little, there's 3. been more about the new Pokemon game than there is for Splatoon yes. it's coming out like tomorrow Splatoon's coming out any day now and Pokemon's still got half a year no holiday yeah half a year it's August Okay, so I guess four, well, no, it's four got, months, whatever. It's got it's a lot further away, and we know a lot more. Yeah. And I'm a lot more excited about a Pokemon game than Splatoon three. Which and is Splatoon not three is supposed to be coming out this month or next month. Yeah, it's like, coming out. Yeah, September 9th. So, I, a month away, and we know almost nothing. Yeah. And while we look back at Breath of the Wild one and the release of information that came out with Breath of the Wild one. I am concerned that Breath of the Wild 2 is going to follow the exact same path where they are plagued with delays and pushbacks because they're trying to take what was originally a DLC and turn it into a full game and they're struggling to make that. Well, here's a here's the so right now the release window for Breath of the Wild 2 is just 2023, right? Yes. So my instinct tells me that there is a very good possibility that it's holiday 2023. Could be. And then November will come around, they'll be like, ah, never mind, it's going to be March. I mean, that's... Holiday 2023 is a long ways away. Yeah. They can fix pretty much any game if they give it that long. Yeah. I don't Not think we're CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk, though. Huh? Not CD Projekt... So Pro- I was thinking about that the other day. I actually want to get back in and finish that game. Cyberpunk? The amount of changes and improvements they've made, it's good. It's just that every time I go to play it, because they rebalanced and changed things so much, they wiped all your character's talent points. And they give them to you, and you can reassign them. But I haven't played in so long, and there's so much new stuff. I'm going to have to spend, like... An You're, hour just resetting up my character, you almost and that's are better off restarting the game over. Yeah. Well, that I'm not going to do because <laughs> it's a long ass game. Um, well, I guess it's not that long. I took my time. I took my sweet time with Cyberpunk. <sighs> so, all right. Well, I'll get there eventually. Everyone, that is our episode. As you know, we try to 
wrap up every episode with a dad joke. Yeah, I actually, I really have to go. We have to end the streams. I really have to go to the bathroom. And although poop jokes are not my favorite, they're a solid number two. Home field advantage, baby! You're not sneaking up on me in my own house with my own jokes from my own bathroom. You think it's a game? I am going to share a picture that I took from Presto's bathroom. You'll get it. You'll get it. Oh, Crown Tundra. Yes, the news app news from Crown Tundra I was aware of. I thought you meant... Yes! Jeremy, fate, we're gonna have to talk. We're gonna have to talk cyberpunk. You might, you getting it and the fact that I can talk with you about it may have just gotten me back into it. Okay. It's like, I like the cyberpunk lights. Yeah, I have purple is like your favorite color. Cyberpunk. Yeah, I like <laughs> the teal and the pink, the vaporwave vibes. Anyway, thanks for this. I missed the start. Tom, it's worth going back and watching it. Yes. Because we played a trick. I mean, and it was a fun trick. Um, and Dashcat started this stream. Yeah. So, he's uh, gone. Where'd he go? He left. That's not, yo. It's too hot up here. You're, Imagine that you're covered in fur. And you have to listen to us talk for over Your contract's not over. Get back here. We're having issues with the talent. The talent. <laughs> the cat. The felines. All right, everybody. Thank you for coming in to this very special in-person episode. Woo. I wish you a good evening. And we'll see you when we see you. Follow us. Rewatch the episode on Spotify, YouTube, just all the just things. All Come the say things. hey in Discord. We're in there. Discord the us up. I live in Discord. Yes, you do. Yes. Okay. Bye. Peace.